I could take a moment, I would Rewind, relax, sit back and watch you do What I knew you would When I know you would Still I rise, getting better every day Grown nigga problems, get the fuck up out my way And I'ma make the move if they ain't fucking with my pace Take another job if you can't say it to my face Might have really to play wanted the to, uh, have this conversation um, Last week, I had a conversation with Marlon and Justin Hendricks and that was fire I can't wait to share that conversation with y'all but um you know it was back, back you know it was about an incident that we all went through together when we got pulled over that one night after Jojo's party but um I want to have a conversation with y'all specifically because I feel like um you know uh it, you know I just call it spade a spade you know how our line was huge bro it was fucking 20 of us if you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying in, include Mike and everything and obviously you know out of 20 grown men um all of us have very very close bonds but obviously you'll connect closer with some than you do with others you know there's still love there but um you definitely connect with those that you connect with and um I feel like man just over the years the friendship that I've had with y'all two specifically um, has definitely been a little bit different um, from the standpoint of like, heck, you know, we can go, and like we've done it, we've gone months, years without seeing each other talking, but you know, whenever we link up, it's right where we left off, man. Like ain't nothing changed, man. Like finding friends like that, um, especially at our age right now, is very, very important. So I feel like, and y'all correct me if I'm wrong, this is this is why I want to have this conversation. I feel like this friendship and the bond really started with the administration. That was the, mm-hmm. uh, I, I know uh, our, our inside joke is that was the... Uh, Bush administration. Yeah, the Bush administration. We, we so affectionately call it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. so, so, Denzel was president of Kappa Eta Chapter back then. Uh, Dallas was the VP and I was the treasurer. Uh, mm-hmm. Before I get into any details about my perspective, I want to start, start with the president, man. Like during that experience, what was it like? <laughs> and like, tell me, how how was you even chosen to be president? I forgot for like, how, like, did we vote on that shit? Or like, how did he, how, how did he become president? By that, by, well, I'll, I'll say that by that time, most of the good candidates were already graduated, so. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, bro. It was slim. It was it was slim pickings. Exactly, bro. Everybody looked back in the corner and looked at me, and I was like, "Don't look at me. Look the other way." (laughs) Nah, man. Yeah, I don't. Honestly, it's kind of like a blur now. Like looking back, but I mean, it was. If I remember correctly, I was one in the treasurer position because you know I was doing the whole finance accounting major. So you know, I'm I'm just trying to get as much like financial. Uh, experience just even on campus just with organizations like anything I could put my hands on that was dealing with just numbers was what I was trying to get be a part of and I think it was if I remember correctly I want to say it was Joe Canillo I don't know why I feel like it was Joe Canillo or either probably Greg but we were in the meeting and we were having elections and I, like I said I never intended to really want to be president but <laughs> you know that's when Greg it was Greg and Joe well, was like no. Before, ahead, before before that though, you were Joe Canillo's VP, so it was he a was. natural progression. Yeah, he was. That's right. So, yeah, I, I feel like you're, if you're getting that part, and, yeah. that, and same he for me because I was. So, yeah, I was, I did I was yeah. secretary, so it was like a natural progression for us to step into those roles. 
That's right. Because at the time, I felt like I was financial secretary to uh, Jonathan Chandler. So it was kind of natural for me to go to that next treasurer position. It just kind of made sense. Right. Anyway, go ahead, Nizel, bro. Uh, like I said, it's, it's a blur. Like, I'm trying to, like, honestly, like, think back on how the situation happened. Like, you're right. Y'all are right. Like, I forgot all about that. Yeah, you're right. I was vice president to Joe, and I think that's why that's why I said Joe Camille. I think Joe was the one, yeah, obviously, I used to that natural progression, threw my name out there, and, yeah, I just remember everybody raising their hand saying, yeah, Denzel, we, you know, we vote Denzel, and I'm like, whoa, when did this, I, I don't even remember this happening right now. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like that kind of came out of nowhere, but, I mean, it was definitely a blessing. I'm not mad at it, but it kind of caught me definitely off guard, but, uh, yeah, I would say it is. That's if what I remember. Served me correctly. If memory served me correctly, I think what happened was it was like a natural progression. But I want to say, Greg, like I, I'm, I'm gonna have Greg on one of these joints too. But I want to say Greg did have a lot to do with it because at the mm-hmm. same time, I feel like that was the time that TA became uh, ADP, and it was like, and like he did not want to do that. <laughs> Please explain. What is that? Yeah, ADP? yeah, that is a yeah. Well, uh, well, he was he was going to be the dean over the next line, DP. I guess he was going to be ADP. He, he, he was going to be the uh, DP. First of all, first of all, I I just I just <laughs> want to say I don't plausible deniability. I don't know what y'all talking about as far as lines and all that. <laughs> but you can now take back over. <laughs> first and foremost, I did already put out that disclaimer. I did ask the uh, Dallas or Denzel, please, you know, the same thing. Do not say anything that will incriminate you. But. The dean of pleasures was a uh, it was a it was a legit position. One of we made up. The dean of pleasures was a real thing. I just remember the TA did not want to do it though. I remember that specifically. As a matter of fact, I want to say he drove back home with me, and boy, that was a long drive home. He was really sad <laughs> about that shit. It was funny. <laughs> it was pretty fucking funny. But anyways. Um, Dallas, what was so so once once we became the cabinet, right? I don't know what our first order of business was, but I do know like soon after we took reins, one of our first and largest projects was a super straight party, wasn't it? Well, like, like the, <laughs> no, that, yeah. that that wasn't our administration. That was our administration. The soup the, the super straight party? That was our administration. I was it that our was administration? Her. Yeah, yeah, because I don't I don't I don't I don't believe so. That was one of the first things we did coming out, coming off, coming offline. If I'm not mistaken, you know what? You so that right. were there were there were a few presidents before we we took office. You're right. What happened was that's why we kept on calling ourselves the Bush administration because what happened was we inherited that debt. That's what it was. We did, <laughs> <laughs> and we drove it into further debt. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't leave it. In the- <laughs> We didn't leave it in the best of positions. I'll say I know. Okay. All right. All right, Dallas. So go ahead. Tell us. Tell us. Like so. Once. Once we came in. Tell us what you saw the state of the chapter. Like where was the state of the chapter at that point? Uh, I mean, like like Denzel said, a lot of that. A lot of that stuff is a blur. Uh, we didn't leave it in as bad a shape as I as I like to joke. It's just it's just always funny to joke about that. But um, honestly, you know, I can't I can't truly remember you know, all the details, but we, we were in debt when we took office. <laughs> I don't think we were out of debt, but <laughs> we weren't in too much more debt by the time we, we finished. We added to the national deficit for it. And she was like, one of the numbers are like, we never get out of this. We just got to stick around. Long enough. Yeah. <laughs> but somebody yeah. else to figure this shit out. We, we just, our focus was keeping the grades up. So the chapter didn't falter. 
That's true. That was true. That was one thing that I, th- I feel like all four of us, all three of us did a pretty good job at too. Because hey, at the time, I feel like that's why, man, like my decision too is to like actually start running track and just really just focus on focus on education and all that shit anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. Because heck, I was track was going nowhere fast. I want to fast forward real quick though, really get to like the main point of conversation I want to talk about, and that's really just our relationship. Like, I mean, what me, like uh, us three, kind of went through and things that kind of just got us closer. Um, one thing that I do remember specifically, I think we lost Denzel, I mean, you can talk about Dallas. One thing that I do remember specifically was like those days where our three of us would link up at uh, at uh, Brother Davis's crib. Mm-hmm. For those, those planning meetings. Those planning meetings, man. And like, <laughs> specifically, obviously I do remember his goat in the backyard. This shit was always funny. I <laughs> had a goat yep. in the backyard cutting grass and shit. This shit was hilarious to me. In the middle of Whitehaven, is that what In the middle doing? of Whitehaven, bro. That man had a no. Billy goat. What was that damn goat name? It was, it was a girl. It was a girl goat. Your guess is as good as mine. I, Bill might remember when he comes Sue. on. It, maybe something like that. So anyway, so like I said, like one thing I do, man, I was like the goat, but just like the conversations that we used to have, I real deal saw at that point, like with the way, the way, the the place where y'all's minds were. And obviously we were all kind of the same age. Dallas, obviously you're older than both of us. But where y'all's minds were, me personally, I knew at that point that, dang, these are going to probably be my homies for a little bit. Like, I'm always going to probably be around them just because, like, we're just so, you know, similar in just the way that we act, the way that we talk. Um, even, like, the way that we saw ourselves after college, during college, things of that nature. Like, we knew that we wanted advance. We knew that we wanted families. We knew that we wanted, you know, stability, things of that nature. That's mm-hmm. one thing I really took from that. So, Dallas, but I want you to tell me, like, you know, what was that moment for you? Like, I don't know if it was during that meeting, but when did you know that, yo, like, yeah, these two homies right here, I'm going to really be fly with. I knew you and Denzel was already kind of close. So you can even touch on that if you want to, too. Yeah, Denzel and I, yeah, we were we were already kind of close because we we pretty much hung out quite a bit our freshman year and then going up into um, sophomore year, no, actually junior year, uh, we started rooming together at... Um, Greenbrook, Greenbrook Bend. So yeah, we had already kind of developed that um that that strong bond, that friendship. I I say it all the time. It's you know, Dizelle's like my brother, but also my opponent. So we always competing with each other, going <laughs> going back and forth. So, <laughs> but yeah, for uh, all three of us, it was definitely that that time when we were going over Brother Davis's house, having those meetings, having those uh, conversations. Um, that definitely helped strengthen our bond because we we were close because we already went through a process together. But it was, you know, 20 of us going through that process together. So uh, us three in particular, yeah, I feel like we definitely got closer during the administration um, having those meetings. Um, I feel like that's what strengthens, you know, strengthens the bond of a friendship is, you know, kind of what you all go through together. I was going to say, we mentioned that the, the yeah. chapter wasn't in the best of financial state when we when we took over. So we had to have some tough conversations with Brother Davis. And so going through that process, to, you know, together helped to strengthen our, our friendship, our bond. It's true. That, uh, Denzel, I was, I was going to really ask you, kind of go like deep into what like uh, Dallas was saying. How y'all, how y'all even meet? Was it, I mean, I don't know if y'all did fresh I mean, like that was like, how y'all even link? I mean, like, here, yeah, like you from Knoxville, shit, Dallas from Nashville. See, I met, I want to say Dallas, did I meet you first? Yeah, you, you were actually the very first person I met up in Memphis because we went yeah. to orientation at the same yep. time. Yeah, yeah, it was me, you, uh, Steven Albers, I believe. Steve Albers, yeah. Yeah, like that was like the, you were like the first person I met. So like um, when like I saw that you know what I'm saying you was you was going out for the line that 
that that definitely made me feel good. I said, oh shit, I remember this nigga here. Like, well, yeah. I, I could probably rock with him, you know. But didn't say how did how did y'all meet uh, you and you and Dallas? Man, man, I, I'll say, but the first time I met Dallas actually was in Frost Camp, and it was when Frost Camp was ending. Matter of fact, it was two uh, young two two. I'm not gonna mention names. So it was two uh, young ladies that actually were from Nashville that Dallas knew. And uh, there was one when I first came in, I was like, oh, man. I was like, man, I, I need to talk to her. So Dallas hung out real tough with her. And uh, the way he kind of looked at me out the gate, because he was just friends with him, I just felt like, you know, he kind of was disrespecting me. And it's crazy how everything comes full circle. So then later on through Frost Camp playing basketball, you know, Steve Alberts was there. And I remember Steve Alberts was on the court and uh, I, he was kind of talking, I felt like he was talking trash and so forth. But anyway, once we got on campus, uh, I hung out really tough with uh, Quincy and, uh, you know, me and him hung real tough, but I remembered Dallas. I remember, uh, like I said, Steve Alberts, but then they also hung, hung with uh, two other guys, Ron and, and, and Banks. Yeah. So uh, I remember one day I just walked up to him and I was like, Hey, you know, what, what, what are y'all doing? I was like, you know, me and Quincy, you know, we want to come kick it with y'all. And that's kind of like, I feel like where it kind of all started, you know, just that initiation that I, I felt like that was made outside of Richardson. And it, it just kind of grew from there. And then, you know, we all started hanging out more. And then it, Yeah, and, and, and to, I was going to say to expand on that, because we, we hung out then, but we, we still weren't, you know, as tight as, you know, what we, be, what we became or whatever. Um, it really... It really truly happened too when we both found out that we both wanted to be alphas and go out for the line together. Like Deontay was your mentor, uh, Denzel, and Tim Jordan was my mentor who had a big influence on me. But I also knew Deontay because I met him at orientation too. So I was able, and I felt comfortable with telling Deontay that I wanted to be an alpha. So when he knew that both you, you and I wanted to do it together, he, he got us together. And so we would uh, study too or whatever, in preparation. So mm-hmm. I, I think that really is what kind of um, got us close, close together. Was, I, remember exactly. right, I was going to say, I go remember ahead, riding, to, uh, uh, riding, down, riding down to Atlanta, too, with uh, Dizelle and his sister. So we, you know, had, had little interactions here and there, um, mm. things that helped kind of strengthen that bond. You just mentioned another name that I, I slick think I need to call him, honestly, because, like, Deontay, Deontay was definitely like, I feel like one of those intricate pieces too a little bit. Cause he was all like, and honestly to me, I didn't know that he was your mentor. I, I didn't know that, uh, Denzel. I didn't know that. I don't think I did. I just, I feel like I yeah. got, got to know Deontay. Yeah. Shit. Honestly, I feel like after college a little bit, like after we was already out of college and everything, like, you know what I'm saying? We started kicking outside of everything, you know, it was kind of different, but, um, Y'all's friendship was one that I always admired. I feel like, you know, obviously me coming in to the fret, you know, I was already in my city, A, and I already had, you know, quote unquote, close relationships. I had a hell of close relationships outside of fret already. So I never thought that I would like potentially meet like new close friends. And maybe I was just naive at that moment too, because I thought like, shit, all right, I had enough in my circle. Um, but shit, I feel like honestly, obviously after the administration, after everything that we went through, you know, traveling together, doing uh, road trips, uh, planning, you know, events and just being each other's presence definitely impressed me. But it was like the outside, outside of college that really kind of solidified it to me. 
i.e. Dallas and specifically, because then you you really wanted around, but Dallas specifically would would be in the be in Memphis during Christmas breaks, and I feel like and he was always yeah. at my house parties, and like yo, mm-hmm. that's when I knew like seeing how he moved at my parties around like my friends and like all of y'all like I mean uh, Denzel like you too like you know my homies mess with y'all too. And I'm yeah, like, you got pretty cool okay. with your group. Yeah. I like, I like this energy, bro. Like, I like this energy. Denzel, I know you hate it, bro. Like, you never hit one of my parties, bro. But, like, Dallas, who tell me about, like, even, yeah. you know, like, how you felt. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what was it about me that makes you feel comfortable? Like, yeah, you know what? I'm about to mess with him outside. Outside of us being frat brothers, of course. What can I say? I mean, you were uh, pretty much, man, you was always genuine, um, you know, <clears throat> I don't know. I I have to think about that question. That's like, uh, what do you love about me? <laughs> you can't just you can't just bring that question up on the spot. <laughs> I'm bad. My wife asked me that, and I start stuttering and stumbling. I'm I'm bad when you put me on the spot like that. So take no. Hey, listen. Hey, you are listen. Since you went there, bro. Tell tell everybody where you met your queen at, bro. You you gotta tell everybody one time. Uh, one of Alex's infamous house parties. I'm trying and to tell you. We me and Megan, we here. met there. I remember me and Alice, we were upstairs uh, shooting pool. We came down and her friends were, she and her friends were sitting on the steps blocking the way or whatever. And Dallas so I, I, was I, on those steps for the rest of the, the night. night. Do you hear me? I, he was lost, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't see Alex no more the rest of the night. I didn't say I bye or nothing when I left the party. Yeah. I ain't I seen talking, him since. I was talking to Megan the whole night <laughs> or whatever. But yeah, yeah so that's, that's, that's what we met. So Alex, he gets credit for uh man, that's dope, bro. Denzel, I wanna I, w- I wanna bring you into this conversation, man. Cause like I said, like outside of just you know school and after the administration, like after we so we've graduated really. So after graduation, man, like you know, how was you feeling? Cause I mean, you stayed in Memphis for a little while after graduation, right? Cause like, you was at Helena. So Yeah, yeah. I started work yeah, yeah, I started working straight out of college for Helena. So yeah, my base was right there in Memphis and and, and me and Dallas still roomed together uh, for some time. But like you said, I think it was more or less just as far as energy wise, I felt like we all kind of matched each other. And I can say that about all the people that I hung out or, or that we hung out that we that we hang out with still. I mean not even say just hung out with, but hang out with still. Like, we all kind of had that same energy, positive energy, positive vibes. Uh, we all had a lot of things in common, whether that was dealing with, you know, goals, future goals, ambitions, you know, literally all the way down to just sports or, you know, the smaller kind of micro things. So I, I just felt like, yeah, we all just meshed well. And uh, it, it, it's hard to come I will say it's hard to come across people that you genuinely can get along with on a day-to-day basis. You know, like, literally, you could call that person. Like you said, literally, you cannot talk for seven, eight, nine. Let's just, we haven't gone that long, but let's say seven, eight, nine months and literally can pick up the phone. And it's like you said, you can have a conversation as if y'all just talked yesterday or can yeah. reflect. Because I know, like, even with this conversation, man, we're going to re- probably start coming up with stuff and remembering things that it's like, dang, I forgot mm-hmm. all about that. You know, I, I'm actually, as we're sitting here, I'm remembering all the stuff that happened during the Bush administration, you know, and, 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 and we couldn't collect tax revenue from members, you know, and all that type of stuff. So, we, yeah, we need, a, we need an enforcer. That's the only thing the Bush administration is missing. Yeah, 
We now, I, hunter, bro. Go out there and collect, fool, please. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say, too, Alice, about our, our friendship and how, um, you know, how we uh, sort of gelled, too. Uh, you would always include me whenever something was going on, not even if it was just a party, but, um, you know, just going and kicking it at your, at your apartment or something like that. You would, you would always include me when you or, you know, your friends were doing something. So mm. I think that... Um, that helped to strengthen our friendship too. And like I said, all this happened like outside of Alpha after we were already done and graduated and moving into our um, careers. So I, I remember, I remember those that specifically too. Those were good times, man. Like those, like those early days, especially like you know, like the house parties and um, <clears throat> the one fifty two days. Yeah, like the. <laughs> you yep. know what I mean? I'm still, I'm, still, I'm still mad that I did miss those house parties, though. Because you Man, always do yeah. those parties during Thanksgiving, and I always had to go back home to visit family. So every time, yeah. like, during Thanksgiving <clears throat> or Christmas, I was back home in Knoxville. And I'm like, I'm trying to figure out a way to either delay my trip home or either I'm trying to leave, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to leave Knoxville. Leaving in the time, know, the yeah. family's like, why, why are you trying to get out of here? Why are you trying to leave? <laughs> I just yeah, want to experience the... one time, mama. I just want to experience. Let me tell you, like, the uh, real time, I feel like, and this is going to be weird. It's going to be weird. But, like, when I really knew, like, Denzel was going to be one of my guys. I remember, bro, we was in, I don't know, we was in my car or yours. It's probably in the Apollo. We was in the Apollo. We was in the, we was in the Apollo. Oh, you are a little idea. <laughs> yes, sir, Ski. We pulled up. And this is actually before one of my house parties. It was like that, 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 that fall. We pulled up to Best Buy and we and we copped the Drake album, Take Care. You remember that? Take Care. <laughs> yes, yes, I remember that. Yeah. I just remember you was just as excited about that joint as I was. I said, I could fuck with this man. It's about like Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I, man, I we played the first song and them keys came on, fool. We looked at each other like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it, was funny. it was a whole vibe man so yeah. I, I look i, I want to fast forward now into you know just like new life i mean because you know obviously i mean heck you know we hit like a whole another decade i mean we've known each other now for a decade you know we, we had our uh 10 year uh trip to vegas i know dallas you want to be a part of that but um y'all were both at my wedding you know what i'm saying um heck we had an epic ass bachelor party in Vegas, you know. Thank I, y'all definitely made that trip for me. I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I tell you that all the time, yo. Like my bachelor bachelor party was one that I never forget. Um, and it was, you know, y'all y'all too, and, and Deontay, you know, that really really made that joint epic. Um, but you know, we are in some new chapters in our lives now. You know, I I, I got my little girl, you know, married now. Dallas with uh, Mason, of course. Uh, Denzel, you've been in two different states, man. You moving around and everything. So um, kind of just catch us up real quick, bro, just on how life is going right now. What's going on? Uh, Dallas, you can, you can start. Then we'll go to Denzel. Well, yeah, like you said, Mason, you probably see in the background. I don't know if you got your uh, camera on, Denzel. But, yeah, she back there looking now because she heard her name. Yep, she, yep, I see her. <laughs> but, yeah. That's, you know, that's that's the big change, you know, in our life, um, along with relocating back from um, Dallas to um, here in Nashville. But um, since we've been here, man, good things have been happening. Um, started a new job earlier this earlier this uh, this month. So 
happy and excited about that. Wife, she's doing the uh, freelance thing. Um, I've told both of y'all this already, and I mentioned it here, but she has her own podcast, uh, Planners yeah, and Wine. That is and, about uh, it, it's, it's, it's uh, called what again? Say it again. Uh, Planners and Wine. So, um, they, and they're actually, they did a live podcast in front of a live audience. It was their first time. Um, she said they killed it. So, extremely happy for them. Um, but yeah, um, that's, that's, that's been my life the past few years or so. Um, and he's here in Nashville and we kick in Nashville. Nashville. Y'all, y'all see us outside. We outside, you know, we were out here moving around a little bit. Uh, Denzel, how about you, brother? I know, man, you've been, you've been on the the road. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've been on the road. So yeah, went up to live in Des Moines for, uh, what? Three and a half, (laughs) lived up there for like three and a half years. Got some mm-hmm. good work experience, then decided to, you know, take that leap of faith, moved down to uh, Houston, did that last year, right before the summer hit, worked a little bit for uh, a particular company that I ended up deciding to step away from, but uh, then decided to take some time off to relax, because, man, I had worked myself so much, and, you know, start like, kind of, like Dallas, started a new gig, uh, loving it, man, doing some, fi- doing financial work, and enjoying it, and, and, uh, you know, just trying to continue to progress up that ladder, you know, and making those those necessary moves that can that can, that can lead you to to that uh, future role that you want, you know, or that I want. And Alex, if, if if I can, I'll tell you I'll tell you something I told Denzel too about that, where he he mentioned that he went down to Houston for uh, one job, but ended up leaving because mm-hmm. um, it you know just wasn't working out for him. I told him before that I was proud of him for when he made the choice to leave that company because it was affecting his, you know, stress levels. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, the old Denzel, you know, never would have left a job without having a job already lined up. But the fact that he recognized that he needed to take time for himself to reset, um, that was growth that I saw in him at that point that I, you know, never would have, well, I ain't gonna say never would have thought he would have done, but the old Denzel would have never uh, have left a position right. without having something else already lined up waiting. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, Dallas know me, man. I, I, I stay. Yeah, usually I, I try to always pre-plan out in the future. But yeah, that that role is. I it was just, you know, yeah, the stress level on that had just changed me and, and changed who I was as a person to the core. So I was like, you know what? I don't, you know, money's not everything. It's like, I, what's the point if you're happy and you're stressed out and you stroke out in a matter of, you know, ten years? Like it's just not worth it. Oh yeah, like like that was said. I, I, I that was growth. Yeah, like you said, within me to, to to make that leap. So whoever's listening to this, you know, life's too short to not be happy. <laughs> so you no, know, definitely as simple as that. Yeah. You know, take that. Yeah, pray about it and take that leap of faith uh, and, and start whatever journey it is that you want to do. And surround yourself with good people. I mean, because yeah. it like hearing you say that. Uh, Dallas. Uh, I I talked to Denzel too. You know, same thing. I, I I do remember that. You know, when he when he told me he, yeah. he was making the move just to Houston. Um, I just remember like that conversation because I was like, yo, like I, I feel like just in the, as far as the mental place, you know, just make taking that leap of faith. Uh, but he did have something lined up though. He wasn't moving without having lined up. <laughs> <laughs> he had something lined up, but yeah, yeah. Um, I do feel like to Denzel, your point, yo, it is very very important to uh, you know especially at this age, um, mm-hmm. is for men. We got to make sure that we protect our mental health and not just out here chasing a dollar because they were their job, you crazy real quick. Um, and being able to take mm-hmm. a step back. Because, heck, bro, to be just keeping a book, I know all three of us was really the same. Like, bro, we've been working since we was in... We ain't never not worked. Yeah, never <laughs> not worked. I mean? exactly. No, no. That's, That's the truth. That's yeah. We ain't never not worked. That's the truth, man. Bro, I've been working like, since 
in high school. <laughs> yes, facts, exactly. But like, we never not work, man. Like making sure, like uh, have, yeah. having friends that'll tell you, like, yo, because we know your your work ethic anyway, Denzel. Like we know like your drive. Me and Dallas both do. So it was like it was easy for us to tell you, like, yo, you you'll be good. Like take that break. Like and like don't don't feel sorry about taking a break because like we know as soon as you get back, we'll be right back where you left off. There ain't gonna be no thing, man. So, uh, but nah, yo, that's, that's, that's a huge, man. Like, I, I, that's one thing about our friendship, too. I feel like uh, we have been, I mean, bro, you know, moment of transparency, you know, y'all both seen me through some pretty, pretty challenging things as well. Both of y'all have. I mean, like, y'all, you know, we, we don't have to go into deep, deep detail on it, but, you know, uh, even when it came to my marriage and, like, the wedding and all of that, man, y'all two brothers, real deal, stepped in during a very tough time in my life. Very tough time in my life. And, uh, you know, got me through that. Made sure that I kept smiling every step of the way um, and was really down for me and there for me, like, on the, you know, the most important day of my life. And, like, I definitely appreciate that for y'all. Like, y'all, was, y'all, y'all was there, bro. And I, I never take that for granted. I never take that for granted, man. Um, but, yeah, uh, for anyway, sure. I, we, for me, I, good, I, real quick. Real quick, yeah. I'll just say that, you know, I felt it was an honor that you um, wanted to include, you know, include me in the wedding. Brazil, I'm pretty sure you probably feel the same way. So um, I, I took yeah. it as an honor. So I was whatever I needed to do as a groomsman, I was going to, you know, be there to do it. Yeah. And it's crazy, yo. Like, you know, even like that phrase, I feel like that's one thing that uh, the Afras done for us, too. Um, because like even with like our brothers, if it's, you know, time buses step up to take care of our business. We're gonna step up, step up and take care of our business. We're gonna, we're gonna help somebody in need. Like I, I remember, you know, a couple of uh, uh, weeks ago, you know, like whenever Marlon has his field trip for his students, ain't a problem for us to, you know, throw some money that way to make sure that we're helping him help somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, that's that's a yeah. big thing. That's one thing that we do a lot. Go ahead, uh, Denzel. No, no, no. I no, I was just, I was agreeing with you. Yeah, like you said, we're always there to support each other, and and, and that's that's another thing too. It's like a, a good trait to find in people that you surround yourself with you know like you said you always have you have those people that you can talk to you, you know you go if you're going through anything you know that they're listening to you or you know whether it is you know uh like you said somebody has a, a program that they're trying to push whether it's a nonprofit or you know like you said college tours all you have to do is send out that message and it's just like boom it, it's not even a, a thought you just literally just how much is it you send it over and, and, and you know just keep on moving so Absolutely. Speaking of that, I actually I forgot. I need to hit up Marlon see if if he hadn't had that trip yet, if I could still contribute because that slipped my mind. Uh, yeah, hit him up, bro. Hit that man up, yeah. man. Like that's 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 one thing that I would say during the pandemic has really uh, one thing I've learned during the pandemic, man, is like yo, we gotta we gotta make sure that we're you know take out ten minutes and just shoot a text message if you ain't got time to make a call, you know. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. I feel like men specifically. Um, we don't do that that much. Like my wife, she on the phone with somebody all the time. Well, not all the time, but she she makes sure that she check in with like her friends. Women do a great mm-hmm. job at that. Like they they do a very very good job mm-hmm. at making sure that like you know they're checking in on their, on their friends' mental state. Guys, you know we don't do it as much, but like you know when we do, I feel like you know it's very very important. But we do have to make like that conscious effort because you know we're doing a lot of other things. Like we try to make sure that, that the family's good. We try to make sure that we're taking care of business at work, or we try to make sure that hey, we straight. Like make make sure I'm going to the gym or doing whatever I got to do. And you know at the end of the day, you know there's only 24 hours in a day. Like damn, I might even you know check up on my homies. Now we got call family. We got you know things of that nature, but. 
Um, I think it is important for us to make sure that we do take time out every once in a while. And again, like us and our bond, it ain't got to be every day. It ain't got to be every week. Damn it, not even every month. But whenever we do connect, make sure that we do connect and uh, take that moment to check in on our brothers. Make sure that they're good. Uh, ask them if they need anything right then and there. Or even if they just need to talk and vent for a minute. And everything is good and everything is good. Move on to the next person. Enjoy your day. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I do think that's very, very important. Um, I want to put a bow on this real quick. I told you I want, I want to keep y'all all night. I got a prick. We, we've had a pretty productive conversation, man. But before I head out, is there anything else either one of you want to say? Denzel, I'll start with you, bro. You put me on the spot, my dog. Uh, one of y'all going to get put man, on the spot. Exactly. You got to send me interview yeah. questions, man. Right. <laughs> bro, we just rapping, man. Bro. Y'all doing a great you gotta, job. You got to send me the... I'm like I'm a president, man. You gotta send you gotta send me the questions ahead of time so I can pray. <laughs> no, nah. I got you. My bad. My <laughs> no, no. I was just gonna say, man. Over the years, it, it's been great. Like I said, having the the friendship and always the fellowship that we have. Whenever we all link up together, it's always a great time. Whether you know it's your bachelor party, Dallas, your bachelor party, or you know the time we went to Houston. Alex, with uh, you know, with all your boys from uh, from Memphis, you know it's it, it's always a good time, and I will say, man, I, it, it's a blessing to have you know you two, you know, in my life, knowing that I can always count on you all. I can always, you know, give you all a call. Heck, like you said, I I I, I called on both of you all when I was stressing last summer. So you know, I, I just want to say, man, it's 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 a blessing to have you two, you know in my life and I, and I look forward to our journey and kind of where life takes each, each and every one of us, you know, y'all both have beautiful families started off. And, you know, I, I just want to say too something that we don't do a lot is, as men is tell each other that, you know, we're proud of, you know, each other. So I just want to say, man, I'm proud of both of y'all for sure. Appreciate it. Love Denzel. Appreciate it, bro. Dallas, go ahead, bro. Uh, yeah. Um, I will say one thing, um, about my journey. Um, that I've noticed, like when it when it was me moving to a different, you know, a new city back in 2015, one thing that always stuck out, and one thing that I always remember is that it's hard making friends as adult. It's hard getting getting that strong, getting those strong bonds that you built with people that um, you know you went to college with, you know, um, went through went through fraternity with, and um, all that, you know, all that jazz or whatever. So um, it's something to be said about having a strong bond and your friends that, you know, you, you met in college and keeping up with them and things like that. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just something to be said about that relationship. Cause it's, it's definitely gets tough as you get older to make friends, if you, especially if you're in a new city. So, um, like you said, you know, you gotta nurture those bonds. You gotta keep in contact. You don't have to be every, every day, every week, every month, but you know, you know, keep, keep, keep in touch with, you know, your friends, your, your loved ones and keep those bonds strong. 100%. I couldn't say it better myself. I will say this. I just want to encourage somebody out there that may be listening, um, you know, especially if you are in a new city. You know, one thing that I will say, because uh, my, my my brother and people ask me all the time, like, hell, was it, you know, worth it getting in a fraternity when he was in college? I said, absolutely. Because, like, if you are, are in a situation to where you're going to a completely different city, at least you have a place to start. Um, like, one thing yeah. that I, I, I had, like, even when I went up to Clarksville a little bit, I know it was Clarksville, like, you know, if it wasn't for the frat, like, okay, well, at least like, I got basketball. So I'm going I'm to I'm hit the gym and meet some people, whatever the case may be. 
Um, don't be afraid to step out your comfort zone. I do. I think that's very, very, very important um, because at the end of the day, if you have had relationships like that in the past and you're used to that type of interaction with people, it's always good to still have that interaction with people. So, you know, find your local groups, your, you know, the, 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 the uh, little social happy hour things on, I don't know, whatever urban night site y'all probably got in your cities out there. Um, but there is something out there for you because um, at the end of the day, no man should be alone doing this journey by themselves. Um, there's always somebody out there that you can potentially talk to. Um, I say all the time, this is a whole, like another tangent. Like, I mean, I use the whole prison analogy. Like the worst thing that they can do with you is put you in solitary confinement. It's the worst thing they can do. They want to cut you off from everybody, but you need people in your circles to help you grow. So um, I'll end it there, bro. And, um, you know, yeah, that's it, bro. As I recall, yo, make sure that y'all are checking me out. Uh, follow me on IG, Sweet on IG. And on Twitter, it's Shock the World with a KH, baby. But y'all know all that already. Um, but, yo, this was fire, yo. I appreciate y'all, man. If I could take a moment, I would Rewind, relax Sit back and watch you do What I knew you would When I know you would Still I rise, getting better every day Grown nigga problems, get the fuck up out my way And I'ma make the move if they ain't fucking with my pace Take another job if you can't say it to my face Might have to play the odds to make an effort for the day Money making problems if we stay this fucking way Living with my mama ain't gon' pave a different way Going to my city, I can't stay the fuck away See my niggas in pain, it saddens me today All I wanna see is a different place for my kids Make another life and I'm nearing to where it is And now I'm saying life is indifferent for what it is Drinking with the woman, I'm calling it, she's a bitch Looking up a storm and I see echelons for this I make a track for all of the women who know to kiss Blow a kiss to women that love me because I did it